On today's show, GM says it will come out with 20 EV and fuel cell vehicles in the next six years, while Tesla misses its production targets by a mile, and Volkswagen's US dealers told the company they hated the name for its new SUV. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. Boy, it seems like every time you turn around these days, another automaker is announcing it's going to electrify its lineup. Now it's GM's turn. But unlike other OEMs who include hybrids in their electrification announcements, General Motors is talking about fully electric vehicles. It says it will come out with two electric vehicles in the next 18 months and will have at least 20 all-electric models by 2023. GM says some of those models will be powered by fuel cells, not batteries. It also showed reporters concepts for an electric Cadillac crossover, a Buick SUV, a futuristic ride-sharing Bolt EV, and a truck that they call Cirrus. That stands for Silent Utility Rover Universal Superstructure. It's powered by a fuel cell, has four-wheel steer, and it's driven by two electric motors. But GM did not allow reporters to photograph any of these vehicles, and it did not release any shots of them either. Before Tesla introduced the Model 3, critics wondered if the company, which has only built EVs in relatively small numbers, would be able to mass-produce the new model. Well, it looks like the naysayers were proven right, at least for now. Bloomberg reports that Tesla fell way short of its production forecast for the Model 3. It was targeting to build 1,500 of them by the end of the third quarter, but it only made 260. The company blames production bottlenecks for the delay, but it says there are not any fundamental problems or issues with its supply chain. But production of the Model S and the X also dipped slightly as well. And while automakers are jumping headfirst into the EV market, Bloomberg points out that since it first started building cars, Tesla has lost $10 billion with no sign of any profits to come anytime soon. That's a lot of money to send up in flames. And that points out that prices of electric cars are likely to go up if automakers truly have to sell them in large numbers. Sergio Marchion just told reporters that Fiat loses $20,000 on every 500E that it sells, and that's up from the $14,000 he said that they lost on those cars just a couple of years ago. Even though prices of batteries are coming down, prices of EVs will likely go up by quite a bit in the next three to four years. With the new Accord, Honda dropped the V6 and it dropped the coupe, and coming up next, we'll tell you why. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems, advanced materials that deliver better results. Lear, a global leader in automotive seating and electrical systems. And by Hyundai, better drives us. When Honda decided to completely redesign the Accord, it also made the decision to drop the optional V6 engine and the two-door coupe. Dropping the V6 and only offering turbocharged four-cylinder engines helped to simplify the design of the engine compartment and contributed to weight savings. Dropping the coupe 
saved the company a big investment in tooling. Juni Yamano, the chief engineer of the car, told AutoLine that it also allowed the company to devote more engineering resources to designing other parts of the car, notably the thin A-pillars. Honda engineers were able to reduce the cross-section of the A-pillars by 20%, largely by doing countless iterations of that design until they got what they wanted. The Center for Automotive Research in Ann Arbor has named Carla Bailo as the new CEO of the organization. She will replace the current CEO, Jay Barron, who will retire. Bailo was an assistant VP of research at Ohio State University. Prior to that, she was the senior vice president of research at Nissan North America. The Center for Automotive Research is perhaps best known for its management briefing seminars, which have been an industry hallmark for over half a century. Coming up next, Volkswagen dealers in the U.S. convinced management in Germany that they hated the name of their latest SUV. Lighter, safer, stronger, quieter, and more sustainable. Tell us where you need to go, and we'll help you get there. Dow Automotive Systems. We don't succeed unless you do. Automakers had a strong August globally. Ward's Auto reports that worldwide sales hit 7.4 million units in the month. That's up 4% more compared to a year ago. Europe and Asia posted 5.6% gains. In South America, sales were up 17.6%. But for the third straight month, sales in North America dipped due to drops in Mexico and the U.S. Sales in the region were down 1.2%. But Overall, it's shaping up to be a good year for automakers on a global basis. Through the end of August, sales are just shy of 62 million units, and that's about 3% better than last year. Volkswagen has a penchant for picking car names. That might make a lot of sense to Germans, but not necessarily to Americans. Names like Passat, Toreg, and Turan just sound dumb to American ears. And that's why Volkswagen's U.S. dealers almost revolted when they heard that VW wanted to name its newest SUV the Terramont, which is what the vehicle is called in China. Dealers told Volkswagen they hated the name, and eventually it changed it to Atlas. This may not sound like too big of a deal, but all the tooling for the Terramont name had already been set. And with that, we wrap up today's show. Thanks for watching, and please join us again tomorrow.